Welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. When a group of people is faced with an ominous threat, it is telling to see how they rally to confront the danger. In May 1944, the United States was fully involved in World War II. The war impacted every facet of daily life. Those who served in the military put their lives on the line, and those who remained on the home front worked together and sacrificed to support the troops. Throughout the country, volunteer committees and organizations sprung up to address local issues. States organized war boards that acted as clearinghouses for federal initiatives. The national government took steps to control the economy and promote equity with rationing and price controls. Retirees, women, and students joined the labor force. Victory gardens, scrap metal drives, and war bond purchases contributed to the war effort. Over one million teenagers left high school for factory and farm work. In the spring of 1944, the national government turned to young people as a new challenge faced the country. Early in the war, Japan had taken control of the area now known as Indonesia to gain valuable resources like oil fields, rubber plantations, and kapok trees. Kapok trees produce a silky floss that is buoyant and light. The cottony fiber in the seed pods is caught by the wind and carries kapok seeds to the ground. During the war, kapok fiber was used as stuffing for Navy and aviator life jackets. By 1944, kapok fiber was no longer available and a new plan was needed for the manufacture of military life preservers. Springtime news releases and state newspapers explained the situation. Vermont's lowly milkweed, which grows in abundance, is needed to make life-saving jackets for the armed forces. The floss is a substitute for KPOC. The state's war board plans to recruit school children to collect the floss from milkweed. The floss has been tested and found to be the only available substitute for KPOC. Vermont boys and girls are being asked to help save the lives of our servicemen by collecting milkweed floss to be used for filler in life jackets. Plans for a milkweed collection program were made recently by a committee appointed for this purpose by the state U.S. Department of Agriculture War Board. The Vermont Department of Education, local superintendents and principals, and 4-H club leaders are cooperating in the program. Collection of milkweed pods will not begin until late August or September, but children are asked to be on the alert during the summer to locate areas with heavy stands of milkweed so that the pods can be picked as soon as the seeds begin to turn brown. Open mesh onion bags holding about a bushel will be furnished by the county war boards to 4-H club members, scout troops, schools, and other children who will collect the pods. 20 cents per bag will be paid for picking and drying the pods. About one and one-half million pounds are needed to take the place of KPOC. The best stands of milkweed are usually found in idle fields, pastures and orchards, and along the roadsides, fence rows and stream banks. It is hoped that farmers will put off cutting fields where milkweed is growing and local boys and girls will pick pods before seeds scatter. Milkweed pods should be gathered after the leaves die, but before the pods burst. Milkweed naturally grows in the eastern half of the United States. A shortcoming was that it generally took three years to plant milkweed seeds to produce a commercial crop. In 1944, the U.S. government didn't have three years to ramp up production, so it turned to school children to collect milkweed seed pods wherever the plants grew wild. Each Vermont county was organized by its war board. The Wyndham County War Board suggested that the optimum harvest time 
would occur between September 10th and September 25th. The plan was to hang the pods in their collection bags for a few weeks to allow the pods to dry out and then transport the bags full of pods by train to processing facilities. The Vermont State Director of the project said about 30 states and Canada were participating in the pod collections. Young people all over Wyndham County participated in the milkweed pod collection drive. Unfortunately, many mothers did not know that the liquid in the milkweed pods leaves a noticeable stain on clothing. A bulletin published in the paper described it this way. Inconspicuous and almost colorless at first, milkweed stains, if not removed quickly, turn to rust or light brown color and are difficult to remove. Fresh milkweed stains may be removed this way. Soak two to three hours in cool water, rubbing fabric occasionally between the hands to loosen the stain. Then launder with soap and water. Set brown stains may be removed or at least lightened by thorough cool water soaking, followed by strong vinegar and bleaching agents. For many, the 20 cents per bag was more than offset by the stained clothes. Pod collection was recorded by the County War Board based upon three categories, individuals, schools, and 4-H clubs. Here in Wyndham County, almost 1,000 bags were collected and shipped by freight car in November. The individual who collected the most bags of pods was 85-year-old Charles Aldrich of South Londonderry. He turned in 52 bags. The 4-H club that collected the most was the Green Mountain Girls 4-H Club of Marlboro with 43 bags. The school with the most bags was Brattleboro's Green Street School with 36. A total of 17,000 bags of pods were collected in Vermont, mostly by children. The U.S. Department of Agriculture reported that 2,150,000 bags of milkweed pods were collected in the U.S. and Canada. It was enough to meet the flotation vest and belt production needs of the armed services. The following year, 1945, the government decided further milkweed pod collection was not required. The inventory of available flotation devices was adequate. Today, milkweed is valued as a food source for the monarch butterfly. The Abenaki can also list a multitude of uses for the plant. During World War II, 85-year-old Charles Aldrich and hundreds of school children here in Wyndham County found a way to work collectively for the common good. The wartime slogan, Two Bags Save One Life, resonated for many as mothers, children, elders, schools, and local clubs rallied to meet the challenges of the day. We'd like to thank BAM students Shauhan, Sam, Griffin, Lena, and Caden for contributing to this article. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.